0: On today's Smart 7 Adverse Incidents in the HSC, orgy and Ryan Chubberty take a break and lots more. It's Friday the 18th of August. It's National Couples Day and happy birthday, Edward Norton. The Smart 7. Yeah. A new report from the HSE on Thursday revealed details of what it calls adverse incidents. There were almost 107,000 of them in the last 12 months resulting in 550 deaths. An adverse incident is described as anything from a slip or a fall on HSE property to surgery on the wrong part of the body or even death. The number has risen each year in the last five years. Stephen McMahon of the Irish Patients Association says the report is pretty disturbing. Well the most shocking figure is 550 deaths in one year as a result of preventable errors. That's four times the number of road deaths that occurred in 2022. 9% 9% of cases were near misses and 45% of cases resulted in no injury, but 10% of cases did require medical treatment. The HSE says the numbers are in line with international norms and that the increase year-on-year year is driven by the increased numbers of patients they're treating. Pater Tobin of Aintu, whose dog Question produced the report, isn't happy at the numbers at all. Where is the accountability in relation to this? Where is the investigation? Where is the reform? And where is the necessary investment to make sure that people are safe in their pathway through the health service? RTE announced on Thursday evening that the Trust had broken down during negotiations with Ryan Tuberty and that he would not be returning to the station at this time. It comes after the latest Grant Thornton report which cleared Ryan of any involvement in the adjustment of his published salary figures for 2017, 2018 and 2019 which sparked the ongoing controversy. However, Ryan's subsequent statement about the 2020 and 21 figures appears to have caused an issue and Director General Kevin Backhurst appeared live on the RTE 9 o'clock news to explain why he reached the conclusion of the negotiations. I spent a great deal of time over the last few weeks uh, in negotiations with Ryan. I felt we were in a good place. We had a a core agreement for Ryan to come back. And then the statement was issued, which, you know, once again questioned uh, the the newly stated salaries, which are correct. Not everyone was surprised to see things coming off the rails. Terry Prone of the Communications Clinic says Ryan has said too much publicly and it's just too difficult to see him back on the air while investigations continue it's like having a loose tooth when you have been wounded as ryan perceives himself as having been wounded he is always going to want to fiddle with the wound if he's interviewing a celeb who's been through bad times to do a throwaway remark like well i have suffered myself in similar situations UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak was busy on the phone on Thursday. He gives Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman a buzz to catch up and to invite him for a visit to the UK. That's a controversial move as the Crown Prince has been off anyone's invite list since the brutal murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi which took place in 2018. US intelligence agencies found that he approved the murder but stopped short of issuing sanctions against him. UN Human Rights Investigator Agnes Calamard said it's not appropriate for a state visit until the issue is resolved. It is a logical step for me to be asking for him to be included in the sanctions until and unless there is evidence provided that he was not involved, didn't know, should not have known of the execution. Eleven people are currently on trial for the murder in Saudi Arabia and the prince denies any involvement. Dr. Alan Mendoza of the Henry Jackson Society, a foreign policy and national security think tank, says that the UK needs to take a practical view and work more closely with Saudi Arabia. He is the leader of an important strategic partner of the UK. Um, He has been improving their human rights record despite this disgraceful murder. The UK recognises it will have to negotiate even with people who may not be their perfect partners. Ukraine reported more gains in the Donetsk region on Thursday as the counter-offensive continues at a slow pace. Thursday also saw NATO officials attempt to walk back an awkward diplomatic misstep that occurred when a senior NATO official had appeared to suggest that Ukraine should give up territory to Russia in exchange for NATO membership. He apologised and his boss, Secretary General Jens Stolenberg, speaking in Norway, was busy attempting to reassure Ukraine and NATO members that there had been no sudden change in policy. Stian Jensen himself has made it clear that it came out wrong. That was his message, which is my my main message and is nato's main message we support ukraine we support ukraine even within the internationally recognized borders they have so to go on the smart gets all emotion we pay tribute to a legend right after this Sunday sees the Women's World Cup final take place at Stadium Australia in Sydney. It all kicks off at 11am as England face Spain in what could be a tricky game for both sides. Former England and Manchester United player Gary Neville says whatever happens, he's got a lot of respect for the Lionesses, who are European champions and now World Cup finalists. I still marvel at that Euro final in the last five minutes when they were up against a team in Germany and they were keeping the ball in the corner. Things that we could never do. They've got robustness, resilience. They do things that we have never done in this country, which is go and perform. Not just in one tournament, but do it again and again. We haven't heard a whole lot from Adele recently. She's been busy performing in her residency in Vegas and you might occasionally catch a glimpse of her on social firing a t-shirt gun into the crowd of fans. Well, she's loving life and her fans love to get her involved in their lives. Two fans in particular at a show the other night asked her to get involved in their gender reveal. Yes, apparently, they're still a thing. <laughs> Oh my God! Could not characterise. I've got an 11-year-old boy and woohoo in her Woo, eyes. <laughs> UK lost another showbiz legend on Thursday with the death of interviewer extraordinaire Sir Michael Parkinson. He was quite simply the king of TV from 1971 to 2007 with over 2,000 celebrities facing him for a gentle but firm inquisition. There were tributes from big names and former guests including Michael Caine, Elton John and Angela Rippon. He was 88 years of age and passed away after a short illness in the company of his family. This is one of the most dramatic moments when George Michael gave him his first interview after his LARS back in 1998. Rest in peace Michael. I can remember being eight or nine years old and my mum would allow me to stay up only to watch the Parkinson's show. She thought it would be a a bit of quality watching. She probably wouldn't have been quite as thrilled that I had to take my willy out to get on here. (laughs) You've been listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit the follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world.